0: I feel like I made a mathematical error in my drinking tonight because I poured I poured myself a glass of wine around 6 20 mm. and I guess at the time I thought I would just have one but if I'm being honest I was like survivor premiere night it'll be fun but then by like let's say I don't know I had a couple I had, a, I had one more I mean like it's. Yeah, let's say one more. And for me, I'm not a huge drinker, so that's a lot. And by, like, 8.30, I mean, I'm always a little lost from episodes, like, one through four. It's a lot of people to keep track of. Um, but but this, this evening, I was particularly lost. And I also knew that I had been drinking. Well, one, because I knew. But <laughs> – <laughs> But also because I get in this way where I'm just like, I like everybody, but I really think I liked everybody, like, except for maybe okay, I
1: I will say I was not drinking while I was watching and I was not particularly like moved against anyone. Like there was no one that was like super offensive to me. And I was kind of like, I don't know who my standouts are. And yeah. I don't hate anyone, so I like I we're on the same page.
0: Okay, but I you know I think that like well, first of all, l- remind me to talk more about this. But I do want to just quickly introduce ourselves. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Idle Chatter, everyone. We are a Surviv- survivor podcast. I'm Laura,
1: and I'm Ashley.
0: And it's so nice to be back for season forty three. We started our podcast back in twenty twenty um the year that the world went to hell um but we started for Survivor season 40 winners at war and then we had a super long hiatus we covered some previous seasons um what previous seasons did we cover we did
1: heroes versus villains um yeah we did uh blood versus water two san juan del sur
0: Mm mm-hmm Probably some a couple others. Um, and then, you know, obviously, 41, 42. And now it's season, this is our fourth live season that we're covering. And I'm so excited. We're doing it on a Wednesday night, which we haven't done probably in a year. We used to do it all the time.
1: Yeah, I feel like, yeah, when we first started, we were like, okay, it's go time. We watched the episode and then we record right after. And you would stay up until like, the wee hours of the morning, probably editing it to release it on Thursday morning. I know after the hiatus, I think we also, when we were in the hiatus, we were like, what if we make our release day Monday, not Thursday. And then, you know, I, I just think it's better. It's less pressure too, because I don't know. I feel like I could not enjoy the episode on a Wednesday if I knew I had to record right after, I mean, tonight is an exception because we went into it easy breezy, but knowing if we had to record right after, I just, I feel like it would be too much pressure. Like I would be too busy thinking about the recording versus actually watching the episode.
0: Exactly. So if, if you're new, if you're old, I mean, you can expect the episodes sometime, some point, um, I I will say if you are new and for, for our loyal listeners, I will not do this every episode. I do feel like I do it a bit, but if you're new here, I did see some new faces on Instagram. I don't know. Um, but I, I will give like a little preamble of the show. Um, I, my day job is in marketing. So I feel like in my brain, I'm like, what is our unique value proposition? Um, like what do we, yeah, it's a, it's a term. Um, and I, I think, you know, I will say, like, we are we are two women. I think there's a lot of male-dominated podcasts out there. Um, and I, I think, like, where we come from is you'll notice, like, we'll obviously be talking about Survivor, but, like, we have a tendency to ramble about, like, Bachelor Nation or Real Housewives. And I think, like, something that's really bonded you and I and our friendship is, like, advocating just with each other but also everybody listening for like just enjoying the things that you enjoy and not having to like be embarrassed by it or feel like it's not cool. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And I think when you're like a fan of reality TV, like a lot of people are like, why does it matter? Why do you even care? This is so stupid. And it's not stupid. Millions of people tune in and it's important.
1: It is important. And I really like where survivors going lately with everything? They're yeah. they're they're being a good example for how reality TV can change.
0: Not perfect, but they're working on it. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, was yeah. I they're not. It's not perfect, but it, it's they really are setting a good example, in my opinion. And so we. Sometimes we we'll get a little soapboxy, but on the other end, sometimes we just will be talking
1: trash too. Yeah, and I think it's a I grab bag. Yeah, and that is that is our name, idle chatter. Yeah. it's chatter. You know exactly. I, I, yeah, you. you so I was about to say, Laura likes to say, "You say your line."
0: I was gonna say,
1: well, I don't know what my line is. So I was gonna say, if you like want if the you, facts, if you want, yes, if you want the facts, the statistics. This is not the podcast for you,
0: <laughs> I guess i do. I'm so predictable, um yeah, no, for like if you wanna just just talk if you want to chat, um, but let's get into it, and also, like we're not gonna be like recapping like, and then he threw this ball and got this key down, and then blah blah blah, like it's gonna be more of a reaction to things, um. And again, I I do have to disclaim I had some wine, so I feel like my reactions were a little bit skewed. Like, I don't know, Jeff was super hot to me in this episode, and like,
1: what? Why the face? Oh, no, it was like, I just, I, I wasn't expecting you to say that. Like, I don't know, it just caught me off guard.
0: I think because, here's the thing, and I, the timing, I would like clarification on because i think like 41 42 he was on that island for a minute he didn't have time to get a haircut he didn't have time to get botox like he was just doing his best and i think if i am guessing between 42 and 43 he took a trip to la he went home he got a haircut i don't know he's looking good and in that tribal with that we discussed this in our text with that firelight glow his hair was glowing it, it looked i don't know and i yeah i don't jeff's never like hot to me i was like oh this is so cute like he's so cute like i was like a dad but like i don't know i think it was just
1: the wine but he was doing it for you. well i know i felt the same thing like it wasn't all episode but in that tribal his hair looked very like not light it's not like blonde or anything but it looks like a lighter brown and in the glow of the fire like
0: It looked like Jeff went to the salon and was like, I'm thinking caramel highlights.
1: Yeah. And I like, I don't know. I think it might have just been the lighting, but I don't know because I even I was like, am I making this up? I Googled Jeff Probst and I was like looking at all of his pictures and he had very dark hair, like almost. No, actually,
0: other people were tweeting about it. Other people were tweeting about his hair. It wasn't just us. It was not just us.
1: What if his sometimes people's hair just changes? What if it like changed a long time ago, but like in order to like remain familiar, he's been dying it like really dark like all these years, and we didn't know. And he finally was just like, "F it." It,
0: yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, I was just, I was just catching up on Twitter because, like, I try to do this thing to keep track of tweets that I find funny and, like, retweet them so that I can, like, when we're talking on the podcast, like, I'll reference them. And, like, I'm sure you've caught wind of, like, the Adam Levine.
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah.
0: Okay, well, somebody made a meme that says um the yellow tribe sitting at their new fire, and then it's a screenshot of his one sex that says... It's truly unreal how fucking hot you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it. It's wow. so I just love the how like the articles. It's like not even like talking about the morality. It's just like he is so bad at sexting. Like they're so funny. They're so funny. It's actually Wait, funny
1: to my- me too because the girl's name is Sumner.
0: Uh-huh. And I
1: guess like she was like he reached out to her and was like, hey, look, you know, so if this is weird, but I'm having another baby. And if it's a boy, I want to name it Sumner. And it's actually really funny because I have a cousin named Sumner. And like hmm. his dad is Sumner and his son is Sumner. And it's just funny because I feel like I've never like heard of or met another Sumner in my life. And like now Sumner is like going viral.
0: There's a Sumner on that organizing show, the Home Edit. Um, okay. Yeah, but it the um there is something else I saw that was really funny. That was like Adam Levine's sex are like the Maroon Five of sex, <laughs> <laughs> which I was like, that is so accurate. Um, sorry, I digress. Jeff's hair by the firelight. Um, I guess let's like wind up back to the beginning. We got three boats. Yes. Okay, three boats. Those boats.
1: <laughs> of course. And like, I don't know. Let's be honest. I've always been up front that I'm really like, I don't know. I miss the two tribes. I just typically like a two tribe season. I don't know if it's because it's a lot to keep up with the dynamics of three tribes.
0: Yeah, it, it is. And I, I think it's the... The editing, too, that you're jumping around a lot more. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like I would prefer, like, spending more time with two tribes. But, you know, it is what it is. It seems like that's going to be the format. Um, something I noticed, too, you know, when we're doing our intro and everything, this is the third season in a row where we don't have a theme.
0: The theme of the season is Octopus.
1: Yes. Well, I mean, obviously, like based by the logo, there's a large octopus there. But it's just kind of interesting because it was like, you know, winners at war. Before that, what was it Island of the Idols, mm-hmm. Edge of Extinction?
0: Well, I think that was part of the whole like back to basics.
1: Yeah, back to basics. But I don't know, just interestingly, yeah, there's like no themes or anything, which is kind of which is kind of refreshing. Um
0: Yeah. Well, so I uh, immediately I noticed the energy like I, I really think that like, I don't know, I guess everybody was always hype, but I just feel like these past two and an episode seasons like people are really I'm just getting good vibes. And I don't know if I'm just like, I feel like after having a baby, I just like watch the show with such a Pollyanna ish lens now that I'm just like everyone's so happy and this was what I started to talk about before we introduced ourselves I don't I'm not saying that I want them to cast bad people and by bad I mean in terms of like moral relativism like I don't want them to be like casting racist or like somebody who's going to sexually harass somebody on the island that is not what I want obviously but I feel like and I'm trying to think back to pre to the past two seasons. Like we haven't had a really good villain in a while. Would you agree with that?
1: Yeah. I miss the villain.
0: You know what I mean? And it's like, nobody jumps out at me as like, Oh, they're going to be a, they're going to be a villain. Like I kind of, I do kind of miss that. And I think you can be a good person who is a good villain. You, you know, know what, what I mean? I feel like,
1: okay. I feel like even though, she wasn't like a villain but i feel like shan kind of got yeah villain vibes like two seasons you know just cuz like her like you know plotting song and you know her like I guess D-d-d-d-d-d. what i'm saying
0: yeah but there's like a sweet little instrumental and then there's like somebody threatening to pee in the beans and the rice and i guess that's what i want if i'm being honest
1: I know and I, I I see what you're saying. Um, but back to the introduction. I don't like- wait, actually though, I wanna say exact like I really do like a semi-intentional villain or someone that that is just their personality. I hate when it kind of just emerges out of nowhere that they're like the villain. Cause then you feel kind of duped mhm. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, upfront their personality kind of lets you know or they straight up say I'm a villain and I'm lying about this. It's like you know, but no one I don't know. Yeah, everyone's like pretty good vibes so far.
0: I mean, there's happening people who are annoying, but like I don't think there's anyone yet who is the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the jobs are really interesting this season like I feel like we've really gotten this is this is a blanket statement for reality TV like I feel like if you watched reality TV 10 years ago like people had real occupations and now it's like you know what I mean it's like they all sound like jobs somebody on The Bachelor would have like like which you one? know. I like just very like generic sounding jobs. Do you know what I mean? Like
1: okay, or like but, is but, like the the elevator sales. Well, yeah, like, that's
0: what I'm saying. So like pet cremator, well, elevator sales. Um, there was a another really funny tweet that I I liked was um somebody said like how does one like sell elevators and then somebody replied and said. You do an elevator pitch. Uh-huh. I was like, that's good. That's a good joke. Um, and then like everybody gets on the beach, and there's a couple things that stuck out to me on this beach. Um, one was I love how Jeff is like, woman in the middle, what's your name? Like, he doesn't know all of their names. And I know he has to go through like the pageantry, but it's just like, we know that you know their names. But well, maybe I, it's
1: like I, her introduction to everyone.
0: No, I know. And I think also, like, okay, was it just me? But it felt like Jeff was really explaining
1: the show for the noobs. Yes. You know what I
0: mean? Like...
1: A hundred percent. He was like, you're going to build this community and, you know, figure <laughs> out how the society works. And I, I was transported back to, like, the year 2000.
0: We know, Jeff. But I think yeah. that I... I don't have these stats. I don't have these numbers, but I wonder if they have like new viewers or maybe they think there's going to be some new viewers from like, you know, it's been on Netflix for a minute. Well, those two they're,
1: seasons. They're going back to basics. They need to yeah. explain the basics. You can't just assume people know how survivor works.
0: A couple of other things I liked. Um, it was, there was one guy and. Oh, what he was. The, was he the Philly guy?
1: Is that James? James? Yes. James,
0: was James the one that was like, I remember watching Earl win Survivor. And was that, was James the one that said that?
1: I think so.
0: I loved like that callback. Like I love a callback to like a deep cut, not just somebody being like Boston Rob, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Um. I, I just wrote down like Gabler because there's a
1: lot that could be said yeah i mean he he's an interesting character i mean i will say it is kind of annoying like i get that he is saying oh yeah like i'm the only person over 50 here there's literally only if you look at the cast list there's only a Two people in their early 40s and him Mm -hmm. and everyone else is in their 30s and 20s. And I don't know. I feel like back, you know, back, back in my day, there were all sorts of ages represented. So he is a character, but, you know, I kind of get where he's coming from, that he's, you know, a little different.
0: Well, I thought it was interesting that he's pointed out that only one person over the age of 50 has ever won Survivor. And I thought... Yes, Bob. And I have this um, chat with my mom and my aunts. And my mom was like, that's not true. There's been other winners. And I was like, I don't know about that. Name one. And she was like, Tom, the firefighter. And I was like, "Mom, Tom was 41 years old when he won Survivor.
1: He was just a silver fox.
0: He was less than 10 years older than I am when he won Survivor, which is like oh, so depressing.
1: Oh, my God. Wait, don't
0: say that to me. Do you want to know something really depressing I realized no. earlier this
1: week? No, but yes.
0: <laughs> and this for for those of you who don't know, Ashley and I um we met in high school, but she's you were two grades ahead of me.
1: Yeah. So but only like, like 14 months or no, actually, no, literally exactly not 14 months. I am I'm 16 she's doing mental months. Math. I am 16 months older than you.
0: Okay, but in like just a few years, it will be 20 years since you've graduated high school.
1: Isn't that so wild? Yes. (laughs) Also, I texted you the other day and I was like when we had a flashback to like Harry Potter and I was like, we've been friends for 17 years. Yeah. Like that was kind of a mind F there.
0: I've definitely told the Harry Potter story on the podcast before, but it was just like to this day, one of the best nights of my life. And I've said it before. I'm just going to tell it again very briefly, but it was like Ashley and I and our friend, Amy went to um, Bards and Noble at midnight to, to get a Harry Potter book. And it was the first time that I felt like I was hanging out with the people I wanted to hang out with, but I was being myself because like previously the only times that I was like hanging out with like the cool kids, that's you, um late at night was like if i was at a party and not that like that's not my true self but i guess it's not like my true self is not a party animal my true self is like reading harry potter so it's beautiful night um oh my god speaking of harry potter that's so funny that that came up because um jeff then is like assigning each of the tribes like their color and their name and we have red which is uh is it Yessi or Yesi?
1: I, I just think wrote it down. I, I was saying Vessi. I don't know. I Vessi. thought it was a V, not a Y, but I don't know. Let me look. We have, Let me look. It will, and we'll also, by the way, it's like we'll ve- just say it's the ve- it, Well, it's, it is a V. It's Vessi. Okay. Or Ves. I don't know. Yeah. Vessi, Vessi I we would have- say
0: yellow, which is Baca, and then we have blue, which is Coco. And I believe it was yellow that cheered the loudest. And Jeff was like, ten points to, to Baca. And I so I just wrote down ten points to Gryffindor.
1: Yeah. Well no if it was yellow though it should be 10 points to Hufflepuff, which I, I am. You I know, think you're just, I think maybe you're a little jealous that there's, you know, a reddish tribe for Gryffindor and a bluish tribe for Ravenclaw and a yellow tribe for Hufflepuff. And there's no green, there's no green for you.
0: There's no Slytherin. Um,
1: Do you really, you you still feel like a Slytherin?
0: What do you think I am? Yeah, I do. And I, I, by saying that I'm a Slytherin, like I hold on to the belief that like not all Slytherins are evil. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I I could tear up thinking about the spoiler alert, (laughs) the epilogue, Um, yeah no that that is
1: true that is true okay
0: when harry says to his son you know you were named after two headmasters one of them was slytherin he was the bravest man i've ever known like i don't like
1: yeah okay okay that's fair that's fair i it took me a really long time to accept that i was a hufflepuff i really like hung on to ravenclaw Mm -hmm. for some reason but i'm a i am a hufflepuff through and through
0: yeah, I, I, I can't explain why I identify with a Slytherin. I think it's like my Scorpio energy. Mm. Like, I can be a bit of a rule follower, but like, you, you, like I'm not a snitch. But like, I don't know. I just I feel like, like you have a taste for of,
1: revenge, or like, yeah,
0: like <laughs> I wouldn't be Voldemort, but like, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I like vibe with Snape. Like it's. it's but you know how we were talking about the other day in our text with Amy, like who – like what houses we think like our babies would be assigned to and we all agreed that my child is a Hufflepuff and I can't explain it. I just have that sense. I
1: literally missed that entire conversation. Oh, you did? What? Yeah. Bye there.
0: Sorry. Maybe it wasn't with you.
1: Oh, my God. That's so rude. Just kidding. But
0: <laughs> – um. But, no, I was, like, I just really feel like she's a Hufflepuff. And Amy was, like, yeah, I feel like she's, like, my sweet Hufflepuff sister. Um, and because I don't know. She just has, like, a really, like, sweet temperament.
1: As a Hufflepuff, I accept her and embrace her.
0: Well, and it came up at work today um, because it, this is stu- – whatever. I mean, this is a tangent. This is the show. Whatever. Like, it's fine. Um we, we do – once in a while we'll do like team icebreakers and I was like I would love to do an icebreaker but the icebreaker is just me sorting everybody into the Hogwarts mm-hmm. house that I think they are. Um, and I brought up that um, my baby is a Hufflepuff and somebody was like, how do you know that? And I was like, I just know. I just know.
1: You sorted her. I sorted her. Uh, yeah. What did, um, what, did Amy, what did Amy think her baby was? Oh, or she her? did
0: tell – I don't remember. I'm sorry. I don't remember. I'd like
1: to know. Not now, yeah. but I'm saying in like in like life. I'm curious. We'll get
0: to that. We'll get to the bottom of it.
1: OK, Well, um, where the hell were we in this episode of Survivor? You know where
0: we are is the first challenge for a yes. reward. Um, Didn't pay super close attention. You had no. to get a key at some point. Um.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like really the takeaway is who won.
0: Mm-hmm. And who
1: won was Vessie, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I had one final thought on the introductions that I forgot to mention. But there was a moment when Jeff is talking to Janine um, about, you know, like what's your what's your story with Survivor, and she she mentioned that her dad, um, when he came from China to the U.S., that Survivor was like the first show that he watched and i feel like that is a real through line throughout the series of survivor is people um who are immigrants themselves or children of immigrants that that is survivor is part of their story um specifically of uh sweet angel nasir who said that like that was how like survivor is like how he learned english and I don't have more to say about it, but I feel like if Survivor was a college major and I had to write a thesis, like that could be one. Do you know what I mean? Like what what is it about Survivor that people people in that situation with that background are connecting to? I don't know. It's kind of beautiful.
1: It really is. And I, you know, overall – you know, because we're definitely not gonna be able to get down to the nitty-gritty tonight just because one, it's like almost eleven PM Eastern Standard Time. And I don't know, I just feel like overall there were so many different stories that I loved.
0: hmm Yeah, so Thessie was the first challenge. Um, okay, so Cody um he shares that he started watching Survivor during the pandemic. So I'm like had you not watched previously, I thought super fans only, but it's fine. Um, He. So, OK. Initially, I was like, I dig his energy. It got to be a bit much. I feel like he is really after the sound bites, which is proven by the title of this episode which is live in like you know he did like the the uh it was the dazed and confused quote like l-i-v-i-n live in and then at another point in the episode he was like it's on like donkey Kong," and we talked about this last season of like and i had never ever noticed it before never in my life but then It must have been you. Somebody pointed it out to me that that's like a thing is like going for the soundbite in the interview so that like you get the most airtime, like you get the episode title. And now that I've seen it, I cannot
1: unsee it. And it drives me crazy when people do it. I will say my initial reaction to him was I don't like him. But as it went on, I'm not like, oh, I really, really like him. But I actually started to like him a little more. And I actually did think that was interesting. It's an interesting perspective because I feel like a lot of people that go on, whether we know it or not, were just, you know, drafted by casting agencies and stuff and like have no idea about the show or there are you know, fans and super fans. I actually think it's kind of interesting, though, if he did watch it during the pandemic and was like, wow, I really want to do this.
0: hmm. I mean, that that would be cool.
1: I'm not um, like I'm definitely not. He's not like a standout to me, but I do think that's kind of an interesting take. Like, it. I'm glad to know that he has just recently watched all of it. Versus, you know, over the years watched it or not really know.
0: This is how out of it I was. I wrote a name down, and this is not a name of anyone on any tribe. So I'm like, who was I referring to? I wrote Jonathan is fun, loves his parents. Who would I have been talking about? We know they're a man and that they love their parents. It doesn't. We don't need to get to the bottom of it. I'm just. I mean, I would.
1: I mean, I would say like Cody because if you thought like he's like a beachy person, and Jonathan from last season was a beachy person, you do you think that's what I
0: was doing in my head? I I don't. I don't know. I don't
1: remember. I don't remember who said anything about their parents in particular. So
0: there's going to be there are some really good stories, but we then get into and something that's been interesting to track is like what different twists advantages sticks from the previous two seasons have they kept what have they gotten rid of what have they what have they tweaked um and also like i had a lot of questions like did these people see the previous two seasons and at some points it's confusing but like i they must have they must have but we have the one the one that did stay was savvy or sweat which is where Um, The two tribes that did not win have to do a challenge for their flint. And um, you can do a puzzle or you can dig in the sand.
1: And it was fun. Like two people have to do the sweat. They're isolated from the other four people. And, you know, it's a lot of physical exertion or the whole group does the puzzle together.
0: So. Baca decides to do the puzzle and it was like move it's it's a number a large number spelled out in bones don't know what kind of bones but um you had to make, move two bones one time to make the largest whole number and this was so humbling because oh it was, I humbling was like
1: because to too, I took a picture of the numbers and I was like I'm gonna try to figure out the puzzle and I barely like started doing it When they show, I mean, I would like to know how how many, like how long into it it was, but I was like, oh, I think I could figure this out. I did not understand the concept fully because I thought it had to be a four, like, digit number. Same. I was
0: like, I was like, this is simple. The first number should be a nine. If possible. Yeah. Yeah work from there. So when they just moved the bones to make a one at a certain location, my mind was blown. I was like, you got me. You got me, Jeff.
1: I think if we had actually read the instructions and sat back and thought about it, we might have come to a different conclusion because this all happened with in within the span of like two minutes or something. So. I mean, part
0: of me is like, Listen, if I was on that island, and w- what's funny is the the blue tribe, Coco, um, they they do decide to go for a sweat. And I want somebody who's a standout to me, whose name I do know is Gio. He was like, we look around, and we're like, all right, none of us are geniuses here. um, And he volunteers to do the digging, and so does Ryan. And I think it's like, I think I'm smart, but – I feel like if you do the savvy, it's a bit of a gamble, although everybody who's done it thus far has succeeded. But it's a gamble, whereas like if you're choosing to dig, like you're you're gonna find it eventually,
1: yeah, no, that is very true with with the savvy, I will say I feel like in his intro, Sammy did not seem like the brightest bald to me, like I mean, he's also nineteen, but like a child. he just. Hit, he just did not seem like a genius, but the fact that he was the one, the 19 year old that was like, Oh no, do this, do this. And it was right. Seemingly like um, pretty quickly. I that that gave me some new respect.
0: I was cackling that I was cackling when he was like, I don't want people like, I don't want them to know I'm 19. So he asked him how old he was. It's like, Oh, I'm 22. I'm 22. And it's like, okay, cool, cool. <laughs> um, Oh my god, night, you're just so young at 19. It's wild.
1: I just I can't even imagine being on the show at 22. So like 19 is 19 seems like a lifetime ago to me.
0: I know, because it it was. Um but so Coco does the sweat. So we have um Gio and Ryan digging, and Ryan is he suggests that they dig in an X, which, okay, there is, like, a memory that I can't get out of my head, and I feel like it's from Mario Party, where it's, like, there's, like,
1: digging happening. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you you dig, and you all go in an X kind of pattern. Like, most, like, you're all kind of going towards the middle. But, yeah, I know exactly what you mean.
0: If you know which mini party minigame that is, let us know, but um, I, so when he suggested making the X, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's what you do—you dig in an X," and I knew that because of Mario Party. Um, and you know what? It turns out really well. They get their supplies so fast. Um, Ryan also had like a really amazing backpackage, which um is a little inside joke for the chatterboxes, but backstory, if you will. Um, When he was born, he had, I mean, I guess it's not past tense, uh, mild cerebral palsy. And like the doctors, you know, didn't even think he would walk. And here he is digging an axe.
1: Yeah. And like also I, I feel like he went to like PT and also like retrained his brain and stuff. And like, I don't know, look at him now. I. I was on board at that point.
0: I think he needs to be careful that he's not putting an X on his back. Very good point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, okay. We get back to Baca, and this was when they figure out the number. It blew my mind. Um, Sammy tells people he's 22. Um, Yep. Yeah. Any, anything else that, like, jumped out at you, like, at this point? Not
1: really. I mean, I feel like on this tribe in particular, like, the girls seem to kind of be going together. And Owen is kind of like, oh, yeah, like, if I hear your name, I'll let you know, etc. But there's no, like, you know, the, the girls want to have an alliance, I think. But no, like, super set in stone vibes.
0: Yeah. On the Blue Tribe, you know what alliance I was really liking was James and Lindsay. Um, I get good vibes the from both of them. Is it because yeah, they're exactly. Philly people? Well, of course. Of course. Um, I liked that James is an event planner. Um, I think, like, I don't know, that's fun. I like to plan events um so i'm curious like how that will shake up um do you know the meme with what's his face oh everyone knows this person's name i'm gonna feel so stupid but it's like that guy and it's like greetings fellow kids do you know what i'm talking about is it steve Buscemi? Yes, Steve Buscemi, and he's like dressed like a teenager, and he's like, "Hello, fellow kids." Yeah, that was kind of the vibe that I was getting from Gabler um, when he was trying to talk to um, Ellie, his Ellie about um, like heavy metal music.
1: Well, no, actually, though it, it it kind of was the opposite, really. No, I know it was the
0: opposite, but, like, he was like, I need to connect with these people because yeah. I'm old. Yeah.
1: No, that's true. But it's just, like, you know, she didn't, like, she was like, oh, I've heard of these things, so I'm going to pretend I like them.
0: hmm The other alliance that I really, really, really love is Gio and Carla. I loved their connection that they were talking about, you know, we're both married, we're both gay, we're both um, Latino. And they they were having this discussion about how when you are that, like there is almost a lot more at stake. Um, I forget which one, like well, Carla was saying. Carla that was saying, family yeah, a-
1: her wife's family had a problem. And Gio was like, oh, my husband's family like completely accepts me, but I couldn't introduce him to my family so yeah it makes me sad yeah um, I, I like that I don't know I just I like the different stories
0: I, I I really do um another really amazing story was Jesse um was sharing that you know when he grew up he was in a gang he had gone to juvenile detention he had a face tat that he had removed and um sorry the cats are fighting <laughs> when he was in um juvenile detention he took his GED and he got like one of the highest scores and it made him think like oh maybe like i should apply myself and he ended up getting his phd in poli sci which is just it's wonderful story that's awesome i feel like he could be a huge threat yeah this season i mean there's a you you just never it's too early to know but I don't know I'm just I'm gonna say that I'm just gonna say that I'm
1: really liking um, him though
0: yep yeah. do you know what time it is now boat time
1: oh <laughs> it's boat o'clock
0: were you about to be like it's
1: 1104 yeah basically
0: <laughs> um there is a little bit of interest okay so this is the point that I got confused like haven't they seen the season because they were just like what's gonna happen it was like you guys going to happen if you watch a season you're going to go to the mountain. you're going to hike up and you're going to do a thing um but it was a little different the people who ended up going was dwight gabler and carla um and it was different because in seasons past they would go to their separate little podiums and then decide if they were gonna risk their vote here they got like a card and they all revealed it at the same time
1: the prisoner's dilemma
0: What did you think of the update to this?
1: I think that is an interesting dynamic because you're taking what someone says at face value in front of you. Like Gabler says, I'm going to risk it. So are people going to just say, oh, he's just saying that just to make me not risk it so he automatically gets the advantage or is he bluffing? So I I do think that's kind of interesting.
0: It gives you an advantage, too, of having more information about other players.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Carla does not risk it, and Gabler and Dwight do risk it, so they both have to draw a thing. Um, And long story short, Gabler gets an idol. Dwight does not, so he loses his vote. And Gabler's idol is good for two tribal councils, Mm -hmm. is that right? Hmm. Hmm. Um. The the red team is still working on their fire, and then um. Somebody does finally get it. <laughs> Let me find her name. I'm so sorry. This is hold on. Justine. Um. Justine gets it. I really liked in her interview. She had like a pink pullover, polo kind of sweater. I like that's cute. Um. I also was really like. I, you know what I feel like is different is I feel like the past two seasons, they were a little bit better at like doling out the stories like over the course of a few episodes. Mm-hmm. I do feel like we got a little bit more crammed in here and so it was kind of hard to like keep track.
1: Yeah, I mean I guess it is down to the editing, like why are they revealing this at this certain time? But I did like, you know, what I heard. hmm
0: Um, yeah, because like I just wrote down like love Dwight, and I, I don't remember. Um, I did think it was funny somebody uh tweeted like uh side by side of Dwight like wearing his buff the way that um Bryce wore his buff. Aww. Yeah, it's cute. Um Okay, so what did you think about Gabler telling everybody about his idol?
1: I don't know. I mean, here's the thing about it. In a different season, could Gabler succeed? Yes. But I do... No, but I mean, I do think I'm very glad they're focusing on, you know diversity and different stories but when it comes to like age they aren't so I feel like if you have a 50 something year old person they definitely are kind of likely to be a little different or have a different frame of mind than the 20 and 30 somethings again there's literally he's 52 and there's only two other 40 somethings in the entire game and they're 10 years younger than him so I don't know. I do kind of miss when it was more like age diverse as well. Oh, absolutely.
0: So, I love. I don't know. I love that. I
1: just feel like it's like, oh yeah, Gabler is a character, but I feel like if he, I feel like if he was like a thirty something Gabler, it might be a little different. Yeah, um,
0: it's so hard to hear his name without thinking of Kimmy Gabler. Mm. But.
1: I'm just, like, I'm, I'm like, gobbler. Gobble. Mm, mm
0: -hmm. It's funny you say that because a commercial came on during Survivor that was a Wawa fried chicken sandwich, and Matt was, like, ooh, that sounds good. Yum. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we we pretty much get into the first challenge, shall we? Okay, first challenge, it's it's your standard Survivor obstacle. There's balls. There's
1: a... (laughs) it's corn (laughs) it's corn (laughs) there's (laughs) balls. no so Um, no I mean okay the challenge is though that there's like kind of like a log and sand and you need to like burrow underneath the log right
0: you know what I call that challenge I call that challenge the I'm sorry Evan challenge from when Adam Klein was stuck in the sand yeah. log and screamed at his brother, I'm sorry, Evan. Of okay. praise. And my, hus- my husband and I say that to each other <laughs> when we are apologizing to each I'm other.
1: Sorry, <laughs> like, I'm sorry, Evan. Oh my god, yes. So it was like that situation and then they needed to do the whole like the- then they needed to chop, chop, chop like a piece of rope in order to like Unleash something. They need to like do the human ladder thing up onto a platform, and then they need to do oh, a balance right. beam. This
0: challenge gave us our first Jeff. You got to dig moment of the yes. season. He didn't say you got to dig, but he just said dig.
1: Oh, well, he also said that's how you do it. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, how yeah, you no. He, like it. with with in enthusiasm like yelled that's how you do it or that's how it's done like something like that but oh and then the whole like point of getting there first though is there is a puzzle type situation at the end there are three different like maze kind of puzzles with you have I
0: liked that you have to
1: get three different balls in so if you get there first you get to choose which one and then you know if you get there second you have two choices left whatever um i will i don't know i just have some thoughts when it came to like strength late like after the fact when they're discussing discussing the outcome of the challenge like who's a stronger weak player i had some thoughts so that's why i just wanted to like kind of go over you know Step by step.
0: That's, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Well, yeah. I mean, do you want to say who, who won? And I think, well, something also, sorry, <laughs> something I would also mention is that uh, Sammy got a little snippy with Gabler and was like, you're fighting me. Like, and it was just, I think it really showed his age.
1: It was not a good look. I wonder, though. Okay. I actually took that a different way because... I am not a Sammy fan by any means, but I feel like Sammy was like, you need to help me. You need to do this. So, like, maybe Gabler was, like, fucking up the the maze. I don't know.
0: Not impossible.
1: So, I, I wasn't sure, but... So, basically, Coco gets there first, and they pick the, like, traditional maze, and they are doing that. Then... Vessi gets their second and they pick one that is a straight shot. So the objective of all of them is to land three balls in three divots at the end of the puzzle. The straight shot one, it's, you know, it's like you put the ball on there and there are little like holes on the side and you need to get it through and get it in the little cup. And then the third one, which was, Baka, right? Uh Yeah, Coco had the maze. Vessi had the straight shot. And then Baka had one that was obstacles. So it wasn't a maze. It was they had to navigate the balls through these kind of like diamond-shaped obstacles on the course. So Coco ultimately ends up getting through the maze first and sinking all three. So they are immune. And then vessi i feel like vessi and Baca were both kind of struggling together but then ultimately vessi comes up with a different strategy where i think what it was noel who is the paralympian Mm -hmm. and is it is is it jesse on on vessi it's so it's hard to remember at this point if i don't take notes
0: I know. That sounds... Yes, it's Jesse on Bessie. Okay.
1: So then I think Jesse stands behind Noelle and the two of them hold the puzzle together instead of, you know, each one being on a different side. And they end up getting through it and getting second place.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So then ultimately, Baka is going to tribal. Mm-hmm.
0: And then this was kind of like, oh, and also similar to um, the past couple seasons, um, Yellow gets their Flint taken away as punishment. Um, Okay, so this is where Gabler is like, I could go home, and I don't want to hide behind my idol. And he says he's going to play his shot in the dark. Okay. Was a shot in the dark an option?
1: That's the thing. I missed that being an option. So actually. I don't know
0: that it is. I think he might've just been
1: assuming. <gasps> Cause
0: I don't think I saw him play it. Yeah. Yeah. I think they removed the shot in the dark.
1: Well, they should have. Cause I don't like it because I yeah, personally don't like it. Um, No, but that is a good point that he, I don't know. I just did not like that whole interaction where he was like, "I'm, you know, I don't want to hide behind my idol, so I'm going to do the shot in the door." I don't know, like that's not more noble. Like, no. If you think you're going home, I don't know. If it was me, I would probably just use say I'm using my idol. Mhm, mhm, mhm. Billy, like, listen. You guys are all, or not, you guys, you people are all y'all yeah y'all are all amazing but we've only known each other for two and a half days so just to be fair i need to just play my idol so i'm letting you know
0: i do think i don't think this was his intended outcome but i feel like he kind of really lowers his threat level because people are like, this guy doesn't even understand. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> like, And that's that's what happens. Um, oh, you know, no, absolutely. A couple names-
1: he only like we we gave a himself names- a wild card. Yeah.
0: We get a couple of names thrown around. We get Mariah and we get Owen.
1: This is how I feel. Okay. In this moment, if there were no advantages, I want Gabler to go home. Is how I feel. Sure. The reason I feel that way is I really do. Is it Ellie? It's E-L-I-E.
0: I I think it's Ellie. Ellie. Okay.
1: So like Ellie, love Mariah. Janine seems great too. But my point about the challenge is wasn't Janine the one that was so, so struggling to get underneath the log? So why is the reason is, Ellie was saying Mariah is not a good physical player. We need to keep the guys. And I'm kind of like, I feel like Janine really, really, really struggled during the challenge. Unless I was like not paying attention and Mariah struggled worse in some way. But I feel like Jeff was like, Janine can't get under there. Janine's chin is all scraped up because like she can't get under the thing. Like, Mm -hmm. so I don't know. Like, I feel like Mariah is slightly... Bigger than the other two women. So, are you just assuming that she's more of a physical liability? Like, yeah. I don't know.
0: I mean, it's like, well, anyway, so should we get into tribal?
1: Yeah. Well, I guess we should just say that Ellie, even though she and Janine and Mariah wanted to do a girls' alliance kind of thing, Ellie was like, listen, it has to be Mariah. And then Sammy comes up and says that he hasn't spoken with Owen and he wants it to be Owen. So mm-hmm. we kind of don't know what's going to happen. Honestly, I was being optimistic. I really like Mariah a lot and I did not want her to go home. She just seems like a very like positive person. Yeah. So. She's great.
0: Well, should we get into tribal? Yeah worth repeating again Jeff's hair looks luminescent (laughs) I am a little embarrassed about like how hard I went for Jeff at the beginning of this episode like because most people don't listen to the end of an episode like they listen to like the first 20 minutes so literally if somebody new has stumbled upon us they're gonna be like wow that girl was really into jeff which i mean there's worse things to be into but
1: absolutely you know i will say that sometimes you just look at someone in in that moment like maybe it's their attitude maybe it's their physical appearance maybe it's
0: maybe it's their slim khaki yeah like
1: maybe it's that but i will say and this isn't a (laughs) complete oh my god i hate i hate being old because i feel like i need to say this in the beginning of the episode, and this is completely not sexual. This is just, like, observing another person and being like, oh, are they, like, attractive or not? In the beginning, I, like, did not think Sammy was anything. But then later in the episode, they did some shots on his eyes. And his he had such beautiful eyes. And I was like, oh, my God, his eyes are so gorgeous. This is... Well, for like first off, he is nineteen and that is, is legal, but it's just a commentary on like thinking someone has a nice physical quality. I'll put it that way. Um
0: I don't know that like anybody jumped out to me as like You're haughty. A survivor hottie, yeah. Um and I'm I'm okay with that because I've made some bold statements at the beginning of seasons in the past um, that okay. led me to this day. Sebastian.
1: Oh, well, okay. I feel like we didn't. We weren't recording then, so I don't remember.
0: No, we weren't recording. But you and Brian made fun of me for that for a long time.
1: What merman? The yeah. merman. Some. St- some sea bass. Like um, yeah. I will say no, like no one's, yeah, no one is really like super standing out to me. Like, oh yeah, that's the hot guy of the season for me personally.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, I, there is somebody like that for me and his name is Jeff <laughs> Um But so no, like we get into tribal and I, I think it's, this is the kind of a similar story that we hear, like the first episode of every season that like, it was all kumbaya. It was all great. And then this happened. Um, there was a, we always have some kind of weird metaphor. and The one that was used was like, I'm sending some texts back. I'm sending some emojis. Like this was at the point where I was like, I've, I put the wine glass down. I'm getting sleepy. I'm conserving my energy. I don't have a lot to report about tribal.
1: No. I mean, I, I had no idea what was going to, I mean, by, I had no idea. I had an idea. I was kinda hoping it wouldn't be what I thought it was, but it was.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's let's say it. Yeah.
1: So Mariah is voted out and, you know, when we watch the the recap at the end and we show all the votes, it was unanimous. She voted for Owen and she was voted out. Kinda just does piss me off though, because she, I don't know, she just seems like a really great positive person and I will say I you know I did not see any evidence that her physical capabilities were less than Mm Janine
0: well and I think you know um, I don't have the stats or the data but you you tend to see um, black women get the boot fairly early on and it kind of sucks that this was one of those those times um yeah I I don't know it seemed kind of like an odd choice but we'll see what happens
1: yeah I just I don't know I do think if he didn't have any kind of advantage it might have been Gabler yeah I think I, I would agree I think with that. that fear was kind of
0: there.
1: Hmm. I don't want that to be like ageist. Nine. I mean, I literally think it was just because I don't know. I feel like that was kind of some interesting behavior. You know, he was upfront about his advantage, but then also the "I'm gonna do a shot in the dark." I don't know.
0: Um next i i did read that next week we're supposed to get a two-hour episode i haven't seen anything about that since it does look like there's going to be a huge storm which is fun we haven't had like a huge storm in a while yeah so um okay well any any other stray thoughts i mean honestly like i i don't know this was like a hard-hitting episode but i i thought it was good i liked it
1: yeah i mean and i'm i i I am proud of us because I feel like I don't know a two-hour episode is a lot to recap, and I actually was just very happy to watch it and just yeah take you know not take notes. I didn't take a single note. I took a few, I um, and I also I didn't take any. I was like I, I, I I'm I, we're cat we're gonna be cash because that's what we have to do right now.
0: I also did some stories on our Survivor survivor, um, Idol idol Chatter Instagram. So, I know. I'm trying to show up. I've made two grid posts in the past two days. I'm making an effort this season. I really
1: think that we could perhaps do a whole series of the 7-Up Oasis type vibe meme. Like, okay. Physically... I am at my desk drinking my third cup of coffee and ripping my hair out over an Excel spreadsheet. But physically, I'm so sorry, but but mentally, I'm at the Outback Steakhouse.
0: But mentally, I'm at the Charmin Tea House in
1: China. Yeah, exactly. Or mentally, yeah, the the Outback Steakhouse in Fiji. I mean, I would even take Applebee's
0: that's emotional that's fancy. Yeah. okay well let's get in to we so we will usually like trickle in some other segments I don't have any other than our our old standard our luxury like sometimes we'll try to be like who is your player of the week it's too soon to yes, tell exactly. okay I mean I guess like I would say like I liked Gio I liked Carla um I liked
1: Gio, but I liked Carla and I liked Ryan. Well, it's I like Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, I
0: liked Ryan. I like James. Who
1: else did I like? I don't know. I like, I like a lot of people, to be honest.
0: Mm-hmm. It's it's gonna emerge. Um, but so we we always like to wrap up with a segment called "Luxury Items," which is a little nod to old school Survivor, and you know people with brain golf club or a journal or like something like that maybe a flag oh wait i
1: just need to say one thing though did you know mariah was from philly too no i didn't know that another hometown hero gone too soon
0: (sighs) indeed oh my god i wonder if she'll be at bryson when i hope so by the way Y'all, Ashley and I just bought our tickets October 19th. If you're in the Philly area, we will be at the the Bryce and Wendell event, the Survivor watch party. I'm so excited. Shout out to my friend Jocelyn, who was texting me and Brian pictures of herself at the New York watch party with Sari, with Wendell. And I was just like, oh, I'm so jealous. We're going to
1: make it happen. It's funny because like the conversation, we we also are interested in going to the one in Boston in November too, Mm -hmm. because Brian lives in Massachusetts. So it's funny, like the conversation just, you know, kind of started like, we need to go. Jocelyn's in the New York one. We need to go. And then Laura private texts me. We're going. I bought our tickets to Philly. Because I know I'm down. I I needed you to commit for me.
0: Because I was like, if I don't buy the tickets right now, I don't know that it'll happen. Do you know what that I mean? That was me with
1: BravoCon.
0: Yeah, I. So, are you going to go to BravoCon? I
1: mean, I have a three-day pass. So.
0: Oh my god, why not? Why not go?
1: I do have friends that are going two days, so okay. I'm trying to get some other friends or my mom to fill in the gaps, like to go with me other days. Or if,
0: uh, should I be that friend? Yes. I don't know that I'm in it enough. I'm to not justify. in it enough.
1: We've seen like almost the same amount of franchises, really. Okay. I need to find out. I'll look at
0: the agenda. Yeah. It'll be good. Um but no, so we'll we'll definitely be going to that. I'm super excited. Um
1: We're talking about luxury items.
0: Luxury Sorry, items. I I I, I
1: distracted okay. us by saying Mariah was from Philly.
0: No, you're you're totally fine. Um, okay, so I, I can kick us off if you want. Okay, I have a couple of things off the top of my head. Um, like probably a lot of people, I've been watching House of the Dragon or House of Dragon. I don't know what it's called. It's like the new Game of Thrones. And it's like one of those shows that like, I hate it, but also I love it. Like, it's very disturbing. And, like, I don't know if I've talked – I'm sure, I have. I've, I've talked about this on the podcast before, but, like, ever since having a baby, something really weird and mental happens to me where, like, I used to watch all kinds of shit. I would watch Ozark. I would watch Game of Thrones. I would watch different stuff. I could watch dark stuff. It wasn't – it didn't go down gently, but, like, I could watch it. Would I sleep that night? No, but I could watch it now. It's like, I can't even, it's like, it's a really weird mental thing where I'm like super, super sensitive to co- upsetting content. And I like can't, but I'm trying to work past it. Cause I want to be able to watch shows that people talk about. So I'm watching house of dragon and it is, it's pretty good. I mean, like it feels just kind of like game of Thrones, but like there's some compelling shit I have, about it.
1: I have an embarrassing confession. Like, I don't know if I've said on the podcast. I'm not embarrassed, but I didn't... I tried to watch Game of Thrones, but I think that if I started watching it when it came out, I maybe would have persevered, but I started watching it like a couple seasons in and... I watched the first season. I was interested. I like was in the second season. I was interested, but for some reason, I don't know. You do you know what I think would actually change things though? This was years ago. I've realized I need subtitles when I watch things. So I think that if I had watching it with uh, watching, <laughs> I think if I had watched, I had watched, it, watched it with it. subtitles, it actually would have made a world of difference. So I may revisit that. In the future, but I don't know. I just felt kind of embarrassed because everyone was just like it. Also, too, sometimes when someone tells me something is so amazing, and I it's so hyped, it could never live up to the hype. Mm -hmm. You know, I got so I think maybe I was watching and I was like, "This is good. This is good," but I wasn't like super Mm -hmm. like amazed. Like I feel like I have it was like in pop culture, like all over like drilled into my brain that I need I get to it. like this. But yeah, I get why it is good.
0: I have two more things and they'll be kind of quick. Another and I so last week I talked a lot about like podcasts I've been enjoying. And I, I feel like I was like, oh I hate podcasts with celebrities. But I'm realizing that's not true because this next one is a podcast with celebrities. Um did you watch One Tree Hill back in the day? Um
1: Yes and no. Yes, but okay. okay. Yeah.
0: Well, I watched it, and there is um a podcast called Drama Queens, which is like the three main actresses from the show rewatching it. But it's like so good because they're just spit- constantly spilling tea because like the showrunner so wait, it, was Sophia
1: like, Bush, Hilary Burton, uh, and Bethany Joyland. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. I mean, honestly, I I really do like all of them.
0: It's a really good podcast. Um, I'm so upset because they're doing a live show in Philly and I missed the window on getting tickets and it's sold out, but it's all right. Um, and it's the podcast is really, really good. And it's they they talk about the episodes, but it's so loose that you could honestly tune in to anyone and you wouldn't be like, wait, what the fuck? Like it's a lot of them talking about like the behind the scenes and like it's it's really kind of beautiful because like basically what i'm like it'll be quick but like the showrunner of one tree hill was like a super super creep mm-hmm. and like would like sexually harass them he like pit them against each other so like when they were filming the show like the three of them like were not close friends because they were very intentionally like pitted against each other and th- this is them like reclaiming their show that they worked on and i i love that i really enjoy it um i've been listening That's awesome. i have a third luxury it's really good a third luxury item, it's a snack that I have been enjoying. Two words, trail mix. Ooh. Trail mix is such an underrated snack. I was watching the show. I alluded to it earlier in the episode, the home edit. And um, so they were organizing somebody's pantry and they were making um, a trail mix station. And I was like, that sounds good and i got two trail mixes from target one was like a sweet cajun crunchy mix and the other was they called it like i don't like scarecrow crunch or something and it was like a little bit sweeter so i had like a savory and a sweet trail mix uh got it yesterday it's already gone so good trail mix is such an underrated snack
1: it really is you know when I was younger, I feel like I would pick out the M and M's if it was that kind of trail mix. Like I would be like M M&M, and M peanut. What else was in there? Checks. uh, you know, like
0: a cracker, marshmallow. Like this, the 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 scarecrow crunch. It had this really good thing. It was like a sugary, powdery coated cereal. Like oh, so good.
1: Trail mix is amazing.
0: You're gonna order some this week, aren't you?
1: Yeah, I mean, or I will go to the store and scope out what looks best to me.
0: Target had a ton of amazing trail mix options. Yeah,
1: no, it, it's it makes me laugh because like my dad like literally is a I don't know like you know how everyone's like you should have just like a little handful of nuts to as a snack and it's healthy. My dad like literally loves anything like he loves trail mix he loves nuts anything like that like he just i have a memory of my dad just like coming home from work and grabbing a thing of pistachios out of the cabinet and just like eating pistachios out of their shell. he stands by the garbage can so he can eat them out of their shell and throw the shell in the garbage it just makes me laugh like but i really do love like a trail mix situation hmm
0: uh-huh. We're all good. Okay. Well, what is your luxury item this week?
1: Uh, I am trying to think. I don't think that I watched anything new since we last spoke. I did watch season four of the show in the dark, which I just found out was coming out. Um, I've talked about it before, but it was on the CW, but then they have it on Netflix. It's, interesting show it's about this girl she's blind her friend gets murdered and she and her other friends are trying to figure out who killed her friend and then it goes from there um oh i watched the show chloe on amazon
0: oh you've been obsessed with this.
1: okay truthfully like we recorded an episode like two weeks ago and that's just out of my, like, frame of reference. I just can't remember what I said as my luxury items. I did not talk about I don't it. think you mentioned no, Chloe. I, I I not I don't think I did either. I think I watched it the weekend after we recorded. So, Chloe is a six-part miniseries on Amazon Prime. Um, it's British, so I think it probably, like, you know, aired on some channel there. Now it's on Amazon Prime. Six episodes. It's, like... If you read any kind of, you know, psychological thriller book, I think you would really enjoy it. Um, you know, the pre- th- this isn't a spoiler, but the premise is, you know, there's a young woman and she finds out, you know, she follows her former high school best friend on social media pretty closely. And then she finds out that um, she's died and she wants to kind of, further investigate it but it's very much one of those things where you don't you know you meet all of the other characters in play and you know you like a lot of them or you're suspicious of some of them but then they show different sides so you really until the end don't know who's trustworthy and who's not or if you know maybe all of them are just multifaceted people and flawed and maybe they had nothing to do with the death. You just don't, you don't really know until the end.
0: It does sound good. Yeah.
1: And I did say, because I know that I've told you to watch things in the past, you know, that were like a little sensitive, like Yellow Jackets and stuff. But there's literally, there's no violence really or anything that is mm-hmm. super upsetting. So I think that you could handle it.
0: I think I could the only thing is I feel like there's so many new shit like like standard shows that I watch. There's are like coming back for the fall that I'm like, yeah, going to be pretty busy. with. I, I did start watching Handmaid's Tale, which is like another upsetting show that I'm trying to just power through um, a show that Matt and I love to watch together is Lego Masters. And we also love yeah. um,
1: Great British. Off. So I want to start watching that. Like I've seen a season, but I want to like watch this season. You should. You should.
0: All right. Well, it's late. Yeah. We did it. Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, whatever time of day you're all listening. But we'll be back next week at an undisclosed time and day. And excited to dig into the season.
1: I'm so excited. I literally – like, just – was it yesterday I texted you and Brian? I was like, um, wait, Survivors, tomorrow –
0: mm-hmm
1: so it i don't know it, it seemed so far away and now it's here
0: i know i know
1: and i'm excited All for right. it well, excited for uh bryson Wen, in philly
0: i feel like um we need like final words like jeff used to do at the end of tribal like will next week's episode be amazing We'll have to dig deep to find out. Yeah, like, exactly. I, I echo that. Um, But yeah, for now, we'll just say. I, I feel like I said good night earlier. <laughs> well, we're like, bye guys. Have a good week. <laughs> good day. Good day. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Appreciate you listening. Bye, everyone.
1: Bye, everyone.